Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now, today we're actually on a Devon beer or a Devonshire beer, depending on how you say it. And uh, we're at the Salcombe Brewery. Oh. Just doing the funny faces for the thumbnails and Instagram and all that bollocks. Marvellous. So yes, textured label. Oh, points already. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Now yeah, the Salcombe Brewery is uh, it's down near Totnes. It's kind of like in between kind of Totnes and Kingsbridge over towards that area, which is kind of, um, how would you say? If you look at the Devon area, it's kind of halfway between um, Exeter and Plymouth and it's slightly kind of, well, if I look at it, slightly east as well. So it is. Um, but yes, it's Salton Brewery and it's Seahorse is the name of it. There we go, Seahorse. And it's a delici ah, delicious, easy drinking amber ale. Got another amber ale. Um, that's what we're talking about that because I did an amber ale the last time. There you go, that'll mark it up. But I felt it tasted more like a bitter and other people that have drunk it in the past have said, well, it was a bitter. <laughs> so there you go. And it doesn't know, or a lot of them don't know why they keep changing the names or the types of beer. One minute they're a bitter and the next minute they're changing a common amber ales or God knows what else. So golden ales are now blonde ales and all this. And I think it's a certain, certain part of it has got to be do with marketing and maybe certain beer types are classed as maybe um, older kind of beer types and uh, old man's beer. So obviously if it's better, it's classed as an old man's flat cap type of beer. But if we refer to it now as an amber ale, but still have the same recipe, then it's more appealing to younger drinkers. I think that's what it comes down to. Ah, oh, they're just twats. Wait a minute, that's a viable reason as well, actually. Anyway, no, there's a spill in the back of this. <laughs> oh, it was right, look, let's see, Sockham Brewery, Estuary View, Leadstone Cross, Kingsbridge. I told you it was kind of like in between kind of Kingsbridge and Totnes. Obviously closer to Kingsbridge side than it is to Totnes. Because if I remember rightly, you get to the roundabout, you can go that way into, to into Kingsbridge, going past the brewery, but it's a pain in the arse because the road gets quite tight as it comes into Kingsbridge. But you better go straight on at the roundabout coming from Totnes and then come round past the Tesco's. How sad am I? Anyway. <laughs> oh, fucking arsehole. So, uh, sometimes I hate me. I don't really. Um, so yes, there's a spill in the back. Seahorse. An amber ale with a name reflecting the Salcombria. No, reflecting that the Salcombria is a haven for both British species of seahorse, a sweet and smooth ale with a gentle spicy hop character, hints of burnt caramel and a smoked malty finish. We have joined forces with the Seahorse Trust to help conserve these amazing animals, donating 5p from every bottle towards our work. 5 pence for every bottle. Don't like pushing that boat out towards the seahorses, is there? Oh, 5p! <laughs> Jesus. Tell you what, if it's such a worthwhile cause, why not basically increase the price 10, 15 pence 
and then donate the whole of that to it then. Because I think that'd be a good idea. Okay. See your horses, if I remember rightly, that they're male and female. Oh, they can do themselves over. <laughs> anyway, seahorse is best served lightly chilled to release the flavours of the beer. There you go. Allergens. Malted barley. And that's really it. It's, it's a kind of standard kind of plain label, but yeah. Let's crack it open and see what it's like. <laughs> Did open the bugger. Oh, you shit, shit, and shit, shit, and shit, shit. <laughs> got a fucking Vesuvius going on here. Jesus, God. It's pissed everywhere. Oh, for fuck's sake. I tell you. No. Right, I'm going to get a sponge. You fucking sponge. Bastard. Jesus, that's a good start, isn't it? Bloody hell. Uh, craft Beer Channel doesn't have to suffer this shit. Nope. But all the viewers do. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That was a bitchy reply. Anyway. Uh, right, come on you, you buggers. Right, there we go. We're back in the room now. We're back in the room. Right, you can go off. There you go. Oh, Jesus. It's a good start. Look. It's already got a head. Oh, for fuck. It's all over my bloody trouser leg, for fuck. Jesus fucking H. Christ. Jesus. Get in there, you fucking messy bastard. Right. That, that didn't even go in. Get in there. Don't bloody argue. Right. Sorry about that. Professionalism again, eh? Right, anyway, let's get this fucker poured before there's any more disasters. Right, you can fuck your seahorses now. You can share the shit. Bloody thing like that. It's been sitting in the bloody fridge for so many bloody days. So I don't know unless the oldest boy's been basically in there giving it a shake. Which would be probably one of the few places he doesn't give it a fucking shake. But anyway. Less said about that, the better. That's when I'm in the bathroom, I've asked you anything that even remotely looks like fucking shower gel. Still no fucking touching it. Anyway. He's been cooking in here as well, by the way. It's fucking stinking. I honestly don't know what the hell he was cooking, by the way. Doesn't smell pleasant, anyway. But anyway. Let's see if we can see if this smells pleasant. I would, for people on the podcast, it's a kind of... Slightly darker amber amber colour. Fly. Um, slightly darker amber colour. It's a bit misty. Or a little bit cloudy. Or hazy if you're into that more modern speech. It probably would have had maybe a, a one finger head. But it's going to have died in its ass because the bloody bottle pissed all over the place. If you were wondering that was going on. If a lot of heavy breathing and God knows what else I was doing. Trust me, I was actually just cleaning up after myself. <laughs> right, let's see what it smells like. Well, straight off the bat, you're getting some some malt, some grain. Slight acidity as well. Some light hop characters, just kind of undescript, slightly floral. 
nondescript and yeah just that kind of hop accent of slightly floralness and that's it so let's see what it tastes like Send it right, okay. Good start, right? Um, uh, a little bit of bitterness in the back there. Yeah? Kind of a hoppy bitterness. Sure, it is. A little bit of sweetness at the front, but it's just kind of lacking a bit of body. It's a bit kind of watery in the, the mid tongue. So it is. And overall, it's like it's not the best um, front of the mouth kind of experience. And then it goes into kind of slightly watery kind of mid tongue. And, yeah, it lifts a wee bit in the aftertaste, but I like it a bit. Um, it's okay. It's not what I expected. Reading again, this is a big problem. You read, you know. I know obviously a lot of people, if they're used to a certain type of beer and they drink it quite regular, then they'll just go and get it straight off the shelf. But if you are shopping around to maybe try something new or something different, then, like me, I will actually read the label thing. Well, what's that? Will that kind of be popular? Will people kind of go for that? You know, that type of thing. And uh, you read it and you think, well, yeah. I'm buying this beer on the basis of what they're telling me on the bottle. And uh, if they're basically being honest and these flavour profiles are there that are written on the actual label, then most people think, well, fine, I'll buy it and give it a go. But when you're basically saying, oh, it's a sweet and smooth ale with a gentle spicy hop character, hints of burnt caramel and a smoked malty finish, well, what they're describing there is not what I'm tasting. Now, I've said before that flavours and tastes and everything else is a bit subjective. So some people will pick up on flavours that other people won't. But I would probably expect to pick up on some of the flavours they've listed. The spicy hoppiness, not really getting a spiciness. Um, hints of burnt caramel. No, I'm not really getting... Hints of burnt caramel. Um, smoked malty finish. No, I'm getting a little hot bitterness as the finish. Ah. What else does it say? A sweet and smooth ale. What's the bitter sweet? A bit, a bit of sweetness there, but nothing too much. Nothing really to kind of write home about. So it's not in the realms of uh, Holland Woodhouse Badger Brewery kind of beers, which are 
getting very sugary. Um, but yeah, I just feel that you read the label and then you taste the beer and you're thinking, I've been conned again. And that's what you feel like sometimes. You read all this and all the hype and you think, right, well, if, let me read 50% of what they've written in the back of the labels there, then there's a good chance it'd be quite a nice beer. And then you taste it and you're thinking, are oh, you sure as shit? So you are. It's, it's nothing like what you bloody described. And half the bloody flavour, in fact, not even half the flavours, most of the bloody flavours that are listed either don't exist or are just so light that, well, let's be totally honest, blinking and missing. You're thinking, why do that? Why not just be more honest? And, uh, I thought I'd just brew a better fucking ale. Let me shit go. Bastard. But now, here we go again. Okay, let's kind of break down uh, the flavour profile. It'll do something. It won't take long anyway. Right, get, if I got you this time, I'll just fucking blow away, you bantam. Anyway, um, if people on the podcast we wonder what I'm doing, I'm fucking about with flies because they're annoying me. I'm fucking bananas from fucking Tesco's, that's what's caused it. I don't know what fucking Tesco's does with their bloody bananas, but the fucking Jesus, the amount of bloody fruit flies that come off the fucking bastards when they basically arrive, and they go off like fuck, by the way, Jesus. Don't know what goes on with the Tesco's bananas, but they don't last even three days. That's it. Well, a big bunch of bananas, I two days, they're fucked. You're pulling them off there, and they're black on the outside, black on the inside, and they're fucking squishy everywhere, by the way. Jesus, they're run, more runny than fucking yogurt. <sighs> don't know what's going on with Tesco's. Share the shits that they are. And they still haven't put the bloody prices down on the fucking diesel. Don't get me started. I hate bloody Tesco's right now. But anyway back to the flavours. So you're starting off with, there's a light sweetness at the start, a bit of malt and a little bit of grain, but it's quite light. Um, it looks like it's slightly faded, slightly jaded. The flavours are there, but they're not very clean and they're not very pronounced, so there's no real bang to it. You're like, oh, there we go. So nothing to write home about from the start of the mouth. There's no any other flavours there. This is the thing. I could understand if there was maybe other flavours to make it more interesting at the front of the mouth, but there's nothing. You move on to the mid-tongue, and this is where it really goes kind of south, is that the flavours you're getting at the front of the mouth are repeated in general in the mid-tongue. But they've dissipated a bit, so they've lightened up a bit, so there's a, a lesser intensity. And with that, it's giving you that sensation of lack of body and a bit of watery feel to the mid-tongue. Near the end of the mid-tongue, you're just getting little accents of hops, little hats, nothing this spicy hops, just little accents of hops. In other words, very, very light tail end, kind of slightly floral, but really is, it's very, very light. And I'll be totally honest, blinking, you'd miss it. We'll put it this way, if you're a vapor or a smoker, you probably would miss it. I mean, it's like that, easily disguised, or if you've had anything kind of 
strong flavour food that would just kill it off as well. Um, move on to the aftertaste, get a little bit more hot, a little bit of kind of light floralness, mostly kind of overshadowed by the little bit more kind of hoppy bitterness. Obviously there's a little bit of malt there but nothing of this smoked malt finish and well the malt is it's lightening up from the actual mid-tongue which was already pretty kind of weak at that point. The sweetness, well, it's kind of non-existent in the, the aftertaste, so yeah. <sighs> nah, it's nothing right home about to be told, I was quite disappointing. Right, what would I give this out of 10? Because I might as well get this bloody review over and done with because it's kind of crap. Right, what would I give this out of 10? Right, if I took this as a box standard average of a 5, is it good enough to be classed as average? No. Is it good enough to be classed as just be below average? Well, with the flavour profiles, like I've said, is it's kind of lacking in the front of the mouth, kind of watery and lacking body in the mid-tongue. And, yeah, there's a little bit more going on in the aftertaste. But, again, I could probably see this if it was the flavours were to have slightly ramped up a bit more and a bit more bitterness in the aftertaste. Just how it's kind of, the way the beer's balancing out, I would actually say it's probably more closer to a bitter but again it's kind of lacking in the areas but I think it's kind of brewed slightly more like a bitter than it is an amber ale but it's if it was a bitter it'd be a fucking, fucking poor one put it that way it's already a pure bloody amber ale but yeah and I'm saying about the flavour profiles it's kind of lacking and the kind of lack of body and kind of watery sensation in the mid tongue is really kind of killing it from that point of view. Um, what would I give this? So it's not just slightly below average. I'm going to have to give it a... I'm going to give it a two and a half. It really is. It's nothing that great at all to be told. It's kind of lacking. Flavours, not very clean. Not really much of an intensity, kind of watery and uh, kind of edge to it. And just overall, it's quite disappointing. It might be better than cast. This is one of the things is that uh, sometimes you can have quite a nice beer in cask and then when it kind of transfers to the bottle, you kind of lose something in it. It just doesn't really work. And maybe it would be better coming from the cask. But in the bottle, it's what I'm reviewing in front of me. It's, this beer is just under £2 a bottle. It's roughly about 180 And, uh, yeah. It's 4.4%, 500ml bottle, 2.5 out of 10. Would I recommend it? Not really in the bottle. If you see it in cask, give it a go and, and see what you think, but... In the bottle, no, it's kind of lacking watery and just not very, very well, to be totally honest. It's just 
a low standard in my view. Anyway, thanks for watching. Cheers and bye for now.